It is an absolute pleasure to welcome the head coach of the Sacramento Kings to the program. We'll be talking with him weekly throughout the season right here on Sports 1140. Luke, it's Grant and Doug. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing great, Grant. Doug, how are you guys doing? We're doing good. You know, you've had your hands on this team now for a couple of months. As we approach the new year, what's been the most impressive aspect of this team from your perspective? Um, I think their 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 toughness, um, their willing to willingness to to accept uh, and embrace challenges uh, and fight through them as a as a group. And uh, you know that's it, it's something that sounds easy, but a lot of times you get uh, you know you get groups that aren't willing to fight through the hard times. So we've got tested early as a group. Uh, and then we've had some smaller tests since then, and, and uh, every time so far, guys have really responded nicely and, and kind of embraced that opportunity. You know, Coach, that, that leads me. We were just talking about the fact that the uh, San Antonio loss was was really tough, but to come back with Dallas, and I, I told, I said to Grant, I said, I'm actually happy the way that they won. And blowing them out probably wouldn't have maybe solidified getting over that hump. As you see them cross little humps like that and get over it, what what does it does it broaden the perspective about what you got and what you're able to do with them? Absolutely, and I Doug, I couldn't agree more. Uh, you know the. The blowout wins you you, you definitely want, um, but you know for our group it's you know it's so important to get comfortable and, and be able to to win close games and and we've proven that on you know some games it's on the defensive end where we need to stop other games it's on you know we need somebody to knock down a big shot and you know when when you lose a game like San Antonio that in they're in a team that's still trying to find their way. Uh, normally, you, you, you get in that situation again, and you, you start to feel guys panic a little bit and not not make the plays that need to be made or not step up and, yeah. and knock down a big shot. And I think, to your point, by, by winning like that, it showed that our guys took that lump, uh, learned from it, and, and, uh, and were ready for the next battle. Last night we saw Marvin Bagley, and Doug and I were commenting throughout the telecast that there were times on offense where he didn't even touch the ball, but his presence on the court uh, enabled teammates to get open. Can you talk to the fans about the process now of integrating him back in the lineup and learning about his game and how this is all going to go? Because you've been rolling, and now you add a new piece to the puzzle. Yeah, he's. Um, we showed, you know, for example, what you're talking about, Grant. We showed one of those clips at halftime, and uh, it was Marvin sprinting the lane faster than anyone else on the court. But he didn't end up getting the ball. But what it did was it, it sucked in the two defenders that were back because of how how hard he was running, and we were able to get a swing pass to a wide open three point shooter, uh, which. Marvin doesn't touch the ball, but him being on the court uh, impacts uh, us on that on that possession. So we pointed that out as far as you know what we're looking for, and as we get used to having Marvin back, we'll be able to get him more touches uh, when when he is down there running the floor like that. Um, but we're we're, we're extremely we're, we're thrilled to have him back out on the court with us. Uh, and be able to start getting uh, game footage and game reps and working with all 
uh, all the things that he's going to be able to do in this league, uh, being such a huge part of our future. Um, but there's no rush behind it. You know, it's his first game back. Uh, we had a little bit of a practice today, but because of bodies and everything else, it's more of it's three on three and five on oh walkthrough and defensive coverages. So there's, you know, he, we're going to keep playing the way that we've been playing. And, uh, and as Marvin gets, uh, you know, more and more comfortable with, with that, his role will continue to grow and get bigger. And, uh, uh, you know, in my opinion, when it's all said and done, you know, 15 years from now, and Marvin's looking back on this, this is, you know, one of those things where, where, what a great, uh, you know, what a great, uh, first, first couple years we had together uh, going going through this process. You know, Luke, uh, you've had some great mentors, Lute Olson, Phil Jackson, Steve Kerr, obviously. And when I, when I, when I look at you and, and I watch it, uh, we talked earlier about uh, learning how to play the game of basketball. And right now I was saying to Grant that sometimes it seems you have to micromanage because they don't, they don't necessarily understand how to decipher the puzzle. So you call a timeout, draw up a play, they execute it perfectly. Kings get, get a beautiful shot. Is there a time where you start to feel when you do the feel and sit down and go figure it out? <laughs> I know it's not yeah. now, but will that come? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and when that comes, that's going to be uh a very exciting day for mm. me as a coach um, because it means that we're at a certain level and that our players uh, understand uh, the different things. You know, what's a good shot when we're on a run as uh, you know, compared to what's a good shot when the other team's on the road mm. on a run. If it's a home game for us as opposed to a road game, if it's do you, do we recognize that we're in the bonus and we should be jacking threes? We should be you know putting pressure on the rim to try to get to the free throw line. Mm-hmm. All those little uh, nuances of the game that you kind of learn as you you play in this league longer and longer. When those things are are being recognized by not just one or two of our guys, but the group as a whole, um, that's when that's when I can I can let. Uh, I can let that part of the coaching come out, and it'll probably drive the fans crazy. But as a coach, <laughs> as a coach, it means that our team is really doing doing something uh, something right when uh, we can we can allow that freedom for to to take some to take some uh, some beatings uh, for for the growth of the team. Luke, uh, Doug and I have talked so much uh, during the telecast and after the games. Uh, matter of fact, after the Houston game, when we did our post game, the first guy I mentioned was Corey Joseph. And what he and Rashawn Holmes bring to the floor, it's like they never take a playoff. I mean, what a luxury for you as a coach to be able to have guys like that on your team. It's huge. And, the, 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 you know, we talk, you hear me always talking about building the, the culture and, and identity kind of like, you know, when uh, – when, when Doug's teams were playing here in Sacramento, Doug and, and Vlad and, and Bobby and these guys, that that identity, that that winning culture of being able to win games you shouldn't and play at a high level and play for each other and the most important thing being the team, not the not the individuals, uh, and, and that's what every team is striving to do. Uh, and it's challenging at this level. You get players switching teams every year. You got contracts involved. There's agents and and 
outside pressures of uh, other, um, you know, of other things that would say it's the individual is more important than the, than the team. And as we're trying to build that here in Sacramento, and I think we have a great foundation uh, to do that, to, to get guys in um, that we, that, you know, some of the, the younger players or the, the guys that haven't learned how to win yet in this league at this level, it's like to play that hard every single night on pretty much every single possession. All right, we lost Luke. Tell Luke thank you. He, they're on their way to a uh, team function. So uh, we'll have Luke on each and every week, but they are on a, for lack of a better term, oh, he is there. All right, we got Luke back. Luke, you yeah. broke up on Sorry. us. Go ahead, continue. I apologize. I don't know where I broke up at, but all I, I, I'll, I'll leave it with it. It's, a, it's, it's so valuable to have Corey and, and Rashawn to be able to, to see it firsthand what, it's, what it takes at this level um, to win and to play that hard every single night, every single possession. Yeah, you know, I, I got to gotta add Trevor in there as well because he, those guys are shining examples. The, the people would, would go crazy if I don't ask you this because we had so many people call. Uh, the, the two plays, one in Dallas, uh, Harrison runs to the ball. Boy, oh, boy, option two. Billy gets a wide-open layup. Then you go to Houston. Back pick, it looked like, for Harrison. I don't know if Buddy was an option. Billy gets a, a wide-open three. If you could just kind of – Talk quickly about the options and through your yeah. mind how you kind of set that up. Yeah, so uh, the the first part, Doug. Sorry, you broke up. I'm on the I'm on the 50 driving out towards Folsom right now, so the the, the cell phone's a little spotty. But um, the the Houston one uh, option one was yeah Harrison setting a back pick for Buddy. Um, make them decide if they're switching that. If they're switching it. You know, then we're looking for Harrison over the top for a, a layup with a guard on him. Mm-hmm. Get a quick two. Um, if they don't switch it, then we we got Buddy coming to his left his left side, which is where he likes to go, and would take a three pointer for the game at that point. Um, and then you know, Belly up top is setting a flare, knowing that he's kind of the the last option if they cover everything else which you can normally only cover if somebody helps from somewhere else. Right. He's flashing to the ball to do what he did. Um, so that's kind of the breakdown of, of that play. And, we, you know, we have a lot of plays that, you know, Igor and I and, and the staff are always kind of watching film and going over uh, different options, you know, time and score. Are we down three? Are we down two? Mm. Is there 10 seconds left? Is there two seconds left? So we kind of have a grouping of each type of situa- situation we can be in. And then, you know, as, you know, random timeouts happen throughout the season, we'll try one here and we'll try one there. We'll try it at practice, see what it looks like, and kind of keep building uh, building an end-of-game playbook from there. Uh, so that's one of the ones that we like to use so far. Uh, and then, I'm sorry, what was the, the Dallas one? Was what? Yeah, when uh, they, they came to Harrison Barnes, it was a, there was a switch. It looked like he and Belly again uh, cross pass, and, and Belly gets a wide-open look, and not to mention Bogdan with the trust of inbounding the basketball. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm drawing a blank on this one. Sorry. Um, ah, no worries. It, it, listen, no, it, it no, worked I'm, out. That's the key. It was the end hey, of game? Yeah. Are you t- you t- 
broke up on us. Are you talking? Are you talking about the dunk that that belly guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's one of the so the so I talked about us. We have end of game plays that we're trying to run when we're down two, tied ball game, down three. Uh, we also have two or three. All right. We got to get the ball inbound safely. Right. So what's our formation? What are our options? Free throw shooters. So it's it's really uh, we trust Bogey to take that ball out of bounds, and we want you know, our three best free throw shooters in the front court, um, but with some size in case we have to throw the ball over the top mm. to somebody. And then we space Corey all the way down in the, in the, in the back court so that it's only three on three. There's more room for those offensive players to get open and get the ball. Absolutely. Um, so the read is more, you know, we, we have two screens and we need our two, our two wings going, opposite direction and then the whoever the biggest man is in that scrum flashing back to the ball so when they've made those reads a lot of it is flipping and and go and just going opposite of where the guy in front of you goes so when buddy went one direction they kind of both went with him or with harrison and that's when uh belly made the slip to the basket and yeah bogey was purposely the guy taking the ball out of bounds because we trust his decision making absolutely Luke, final thing for you, and we, we haven't had a chance to ask you since you've been in Sacramento, but you obviously come from a huge area in Los Angeles. Uh, you spent, when you were in Golden State, you know, again, you know, a, a big area. Uh, here it's kind of a smaller town. How do you and the family like being in Sacramento? We love it. We, we're we having a great time. We live in a, a great little community out uh, out in Arden, and uh, the kids love their school, the the whole uh, neighborhood is behind the the Kings and loves the Kings, and uh, it's been a it's been an awesome experience so far in the, the uh, short amount of time we've spent up here. Hey, listen, we really appreciate. We'll talk to you uh, tomorrow at the game. Thanks very much, and uh, again, uh, we can't thank you enough for doing this every week. You be well, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Appreciate you. Appreciate it, guys. Talk soon. All right, that's uh, Luke Walton. Good stuff.